five. Uh, but maybe you've heard this before, you know, leaders lead by example. That's something that we hear a lot. Uh, I remember in one of my first uh, positions uh, back in 2006, 2007, when the country was beginning to go into a recession, uh, that, that the, the, the president of the company uh, announced that he was not going to take a salary. You know, there was a lot of worry about people losing his position, their positions, and so he uh, announced that you know he wasn't going to take a salary. You know, we've seen presidents, uh, past presidents, do this as well. Uh, even in uh, professional sports, we see athletes like Tom Brady. You know, he'll take a lesser uh, paycheck so that he can have better um, talent around him. And Nehemiah is another great example of individuals sacrificing and leading by example. You know, as we've been studying the life of Nehemiah, we, we remember in chapter 1 that he inquires uh, about Jerusalem, uh, you know, the city uh, of his God, the city of his forefathers. And he finds out that the city is in uh, shambles, that the wall has been torn down, and so he is determined to do something. And so uh, he seeks approval from his boss, the King Artaxerxes, to, uh, to go to Jerusalem and to help rebuild this wall. Uh, by chapter 3, you know, he's getting the whole nation involved from the young and old, from men to women and children. Uh, everyone is doing their part to rebuild this wall. Uh, by chapter 4, you know, we see that there are some threats from the outside. Uh, people are uh, not necessarily approving of what Nehemiah is doing that we studied last week. And so, um, you know, they, they want to uh, uh, maybe sneak up on Nehemiah and have he and his men killed. But we saw that Nehemiah was extremely diligent and he was uh, vigilant as well. And so because of that, the people did not attack. Uh, they decided to leave Nehemiah alone. Well, here we are in chapter 5 and now we have a new problem. And that problem is not that the strife is coming from the outside, but now the strife is coming from within, from within uh, the people uh, of Israel. And, and so as uh, Nehemiah is finding out is that some of those who are more prosperous in the nation, uh, they are um, taking advantage of some of their brethren. Uh, uh, the, the, the less prosperous brethren, they are having to mortgage their fields, their vineyards, their homes. Just to keep afloat. Uh, there's a famine going on in the land. Things are, and times are tough. And so Nehemiah, when he finds out about this, he brings the leaders of the city together and he puts an end to it. And then the people, uh, if you recall, they repent of these actions. They restore to the other people uh, what has been taken from them. And look at uh, particular in verses uh, 14 and 15. Well, let's read this in Nehemiah chapter 5. It says, Moreover, from the day that I was appointed to be their governor... In the land of Judah, from the 20th year to the 32nd year of King Artaxerxes, for 12 years neither I nor my kinsmen have eaten the governor's food allowance. But the former governors who were before me laid burdens on the people and took from them bread and wine besides 40 shekels of silver. Even their servants domineered the people, but I did not do so because of the fear of God. See, Nehemiah is made governor of the land of Judah. And we notice that the past governors, they took advantage of the people. Even the servants of the past governors took advantage of the people. But Nehemiah said, no more. You know, he had every right to do that. This was a perk of being the governor. But he saw that the people had this heavy burden laid upon them. And as an example in leadership, uh, he leads by example by saying, no more. Uh, or, no more are we going to take advantage of the people. He's giving up his privileges, and we see that as well in the New Testament. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 2, uh, verses 5 through 9, and I'll be there in a second. 
But Christians should ask the question from time to time, should I give up my right to receive something of value in order to accomplish the greater good? You know, we can think of uh, missionaries, foreign missionaries who who give up their families here uh, in this country to go overseas and to preach the gospel uh, to other places. You know, they give up their homes, uh, their citizenships to do this sometimes. You know, is that something that we need to consider? And there's even biblical examples within Scripture. You know, Paul in First Corinthians chapter nine, uh, he was preaching and laboring with the church at Corinth there. And he had the opportunity uh, to be paid for the wages, uh, paid the wages for doing the work of an evangelist. But he didn't take those in those instances. Uh, sometimes he did, but in this case, he didn't do that because uh, doing that would have, um, you know, maybe given some other people an idea that he wasn't sincere in what he was doing. Uh, in Romans chapter 14, Paul, again, he talks about how Christians were to exhort uh, or they were exhorted to stop eating meat if it offended their brethren. You know, if you saw that the piece of meat might have been a sacrifice to an idol and you were a, uh, a young Christian who just came out of uh, idolatry, you know, that might have been a problem for you. And so Paul says that he would never eat meat again so that they wouldn't stumble. Again, giving up privileges. But look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 9, because here's the ultimate example of someone giving up a lot for us. And so it says here, Paul writes, Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. And so we have this great example of Jesus Christ who left heaven to empty himself and come here on earth uh, for us so that we can have uh, a life with him later on. See, giving up an earthly salary or anything like that, it's not even on the same level that Jesus gave up. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, Paul said, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. Our Lord, our Savior, our Creator, our King, our Redeemer, he gave up so much. Can we give up just a little for him? Can we give up those privileges from time to time so that we don't um, forsake our brethren? This evening, uh, as we offer the invitation, we would love the opportunity to help you in, in your walk with Christ. Uh, if maybe you're here tonight and you're ready to become a child of God, again, this is no better opportunity to do this tonight. We'd ask that you make your needs known and together we stand and sing this song of invitation.